This is an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, November 20th, 2021. This week in security news. On six occasions this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding a variety of safety and security matters, most important for this report. Beginning last Sunday afternoon, Alert USA subscribers were notified of a car bomb explosion outside of the Liverpool Women's Hospital in northwest England. In this incident, a taxi carrying a passenger arrived at the main entrance roundabout of the hospital. At that moment, an improvised explosive device carried by the passenger partially detonated, blowing out the windows of the automobile and engulfing the vehicle in flames. The explosion killed the bomber and injured the driver. The bomber, identified as 32-year-old Imad El-Swilmin, was an asylum seeker from the Middle East whose application had been repeatedly refused, first in 2014, then again during an appeal in 2015. Records obtained by the BBC show the bomber then supposedly converted to Christianity in 2017. Some outlets speculate this may have been a ruse to bolster his asylum case. On Monday, Alert USA subscribers were informed that the UK's domestic counterintelligence and security agency, MI5, raised the terrorism threat level for England, Wales, Scotland, and Northern Ireland from substantial to severe, meaning additional attacks are, quote, highly likely. Also on Monday, Alert USA subscribers were informed that the U.S. Embassy in London had issued a security alert urging American citizens in the U.K. to maintain a low profile and increase situational awareness when in public places. Investigators suspect the hospital was not the original target, as just a short distance away is Liverpool's Anglican Cathedral, which was hosting a Remembered State service with around 1,200 people at the time of the blast. Additionally, the design of the explosive device, the composition of the explosive material, along with other details of the attack, are leading investigators to believe this was the work of an organized terrorist cell rather than a lone wolf. The explosive used in the incident is believed to be TATP, or triacetone triperoxide. TATP is the explosive of choice for jihadists in the West due to the widespread availability of the ingredients needed in its production. In July of 2011, Al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula actually published the recipe in the 6th edition of Inspire magazine. Some high-profile incidents of peroxide-based explosives being used against Western targets include the 2001 attempt to bring down a flight from Paris to Miami by shoe bomber Richard Reed, and the 2009 attempt to bring down a flight from Amsterdam to Detroit by underwear bomber Umar Farouk Abdul-Mutalib. More recent jihadist attacks in the West involving TATP include the 2015 Paris attacks, the 2016 Brussels airport attack, and in 2017, the Manchester concert bombing, the Brussels central train station attack, as well as attacks in Barcelona and the London Underground. Alert USA once again reminds U.S. listeners of the threat we face from similar attacks due to the unchecked migrant crisis along the U.S.-Mexico border, not to mention the tens of thousands of improperly vetted Afghan refugees now being resettled across the country. Just last month, Alert USA reported on Panama's apprehension of 52 individuals appearing on the U.S. terrorist watch list and biometrically linked to al-Qaeda headed for the U.S. border. Despite all of the effort at securing the nation over the past 20 years, the biggest safety feature the U.S. and Canada had was that of geography. But once in this hemisphere, getting to the U.S. would seem to be pretty simple, as evidenced by the 1.7 million illegal aliens from dozens of countries who were encountered along the U.S. southern border in the last fiscal year. This says nothing of the radicals already in the U.S. and Europe who have been emboldened by the Afghanistan pullout debacle. Alert USA again cautions subscribers to maintain a high level of situational awareness when in crowded public venues, and in particular those associated with holiday events. Just last month, 
the media arm of Yemen-based al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula released a video featuring its senior official, Sudanese national and former Guantanamo detainee, Ibrahim al-Qusi, congratulating the Taliban for taking over Afghanistan and threatening the U.S. with attacks more powerful than 9-11. Next up, in public health news, as of the time of this report's preparation Friday evening, Johns Hopkins University Coronavirus Resource Center reports there have been more than 770,000 deaths in the U.S. officially attributed to the SARS-CoV-2 virus. According to the CDC's COVID data tracker website, in the U.S. alone, more than 562 million doses of the various COVID-19 vaccines have been administered. As a regular follow-on, according to the CDC's Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, or VAERS, as of November 12th, there have been more than 894,000 adverse events that have been reported following COVID-19 vaccinations. More than 654,000 of these reports are from the U.S. and associated territories. For accuracy, it is important to remember that reporting on the VAERS system does not automatically indicate proof that the vaccine was responsible for the adverse event. However, given the sheer number of adverse reactions being reported around the world, Listeners are encouraged to do some investigation on your own before making such an important personal health decision. Simple web searches for phrases like vaccine blood clots or vaccine cardiac or vaccine menstrual disorder will turn up a lot of information receiving little to no coverage in the mainstream media. You can find links to the VAERS database in this week's issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. Listeners are reminded that across the U.S., federal workers have until Monday to prove they are vaccinated against COVID-19 or seek an exemption. Also this week, Army Secretary Christine Warmuth signed a memo saying that troops' service records will be flagged the day they make their final vaccine refusal. This flag will bar them from being promoted, re-enlisting, continuing to receive enlistment bonuses, attending service-related schools, or receiving tuition assistance. The soldier will remain flagged until they are fully vaccinated, receive an approved medical or administrative exemption, or are separated from the Army. Roughly 25% of the U.S. Army remains unvaccinated. In travel security news, listeners are once again reminded that a National Terrorism Advisory System bulletin is in effect, warning of the threat posed by domestic terrorists, individuals and groups engaged in grievance-based violence, and those inspired or motivated by foreign terrorists and other malign foreign influences. The Transportation Security Administration's mask mandate remains in effect for everyone, vaccinated or not, across all U.S. transport networks, including at airports, on commercial aircraft, buses, and rail systems through January 18th of 2022. Additionally, the Transportation Security Administration has new vaccine requirements for individuals traveling to the U.S. by air. 1. U.S. persons are not required to be vaccinated to enter the U.S. 2. Non-citizen, non-immigrant travelers must be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 in order to enter the U.S. via air. And three, all travelers, including U.S. persons, must test negative for COVID-19 more than three days prior to the flight's departure. If you are planning travel abroad this holiday season, regardless of the destination, AlertUSA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website, as well as that of the CDC, for safety, security, and health considerations for your destination, as well as for the latest evolving international travel regulations. We also recommend that you take a few minutes to register your trip with the State Department's Smart Traveler Enrollment Program, so if something goes bad in the country you are visiting, that the U.S. Embassy knows that you are there. Also be aware that TSA employees are federal workers. As of this week, approximately 40% of TSA security screeners have chosen to not get vaccinated. This means that as of Monday, 
which is the Biden federal worker vaccination deadline, many of these individuals will likely lose their job. This will result in massive delays for air travelers during the Thanksgiving holiday. Be sure to bake extra time into your travel plans. You can find more on each of the stories in this report in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. If you are not already a subscriber, simply visit ThreatJournal.com and sign up today. The publication is free, and a copy of this week's issue will be immediately sent to you via email. If you would like to receive breaking threat and incident alerts on your mobile device, visit AlertsUSA.com. AlertsUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings, and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, November 20th, 2021.